illegal participation on the defense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot remains first down. This had better be a big play after all of that. Second down at eight, four and a half to go in the half, six nothing Beavers. Jonathan from the right hash from the zone 25, goes back to throw, and throws the out, and it's caught, and it's going to be a big play! Chad Johnson down the left sideline, nobody will catch Chad, and it's a touchdown 75 yards for the Beavers! This is the moment, and right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half from the right hash. Simon's in the handoff, can't cut to the left, first down and more, 30, 25, 20, Simonton on his way, 10, into the end zone, touchdown Beavers, and the streak is going to end here tonight. The snap on target to Wojtnik, he gets a much better punt away here, Sammy Strotter back to his 30 yard line, starts up the middle, gets to the 40, he's got a seam, 45 midfield, 45, 40, he's got a chance to go, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Welcome to Illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heinrich Tailgater. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the brand new Heinrich Tailgater headquarters, I'm your host, head chef, planner, and chief bottle washer, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me from the brand new Heinrich Tailgater Northern Northern Command Outpost, the lead driver and director of thermodynamic lipid immersion, my host and brother, The Beach. Beach, how you doing? I'm doing good, Billy. How are you tonight? Uh, I tell you what, dude. We moved a week and a half ago, and stuff is still everywhere. I moved so, like two months ago, and my crap is everywhere, too. Well, and so, um, I was going to say, uh, last, Feb- or last December, when my computer was taking a crap, and we were having all the issues... I transferred a lot of files over to a external hard drive so I wouldn't lose stuff for the podcast and pictures and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So tonight, I'm trying to find that thing, and I'm looking everywhere. And I've had a pretty hard rule that we don't move any boxes into the house from the garage until we're ready to go through it and put it away. And it's been doing really good, so we don't have a bunch of crap piled everywhere. You know, the garage, a lot of stuff in it, but the house looks pretty good. Well, so I start going through all my... Boxes marked den looking for this stupid hard drive. I brought in five boxes of crap, which is now piled around my den. And all of a sudden, Jess goes, well, did you try looking in that blue backpack you carry your your uh, the computer in? I was like, no. So I opened that up, which was in the closet the whole time. There it was. So as you could hear from the top of the show, we actually have all our music and intros and all that kind of stuff with us tonight. So, so, so um, I was going to ask you a question, Billy, and then it just escaped me. Um, oh, are we going to have, because one of the things people complained is we ended up switching our provider last year and people had a hard time, uh, downloading or listening to the podcast. Are we going to improve that this time? I'm going to try to get us back on iTunes. Okay. That'd be awesome. I have not yet. Okay. But I will try this week. That was because our name changed or something? Yeah. It's because we're, it was hosted before 
was by a different host that no longer does it, so I had to move it. Oh. And then for some reason, I couldn't get it to feed back into iTunes. and Because they thought we were stealing somebody else's podcast. Or something, I don't know. Yeah, gosh, I don't know. bastards. But anyways, the purpose of illegal participation is for us to spread our inside experiences and passion for the Oregon State Beavers with others. And just generally talk some beaver sports, football, tailgating, and kind of dink around along the way. So today, Beach, we're going to have some beaver sports news. I, I've been needing some beaver sports news, Billy. We will... Go ahead. Oh, I would go on. Sorry. I would say we'll have an update from Eugene. We'll have our first Tommy Tuberville Jackass of the Week award to hand out. We will sweet. I haven't had a Tommy Tuberville since we did our last podcast. I know, I know, I know. Uh, we will have a preview of the upcoming Week One games for the Pac-12, and it is Game Week Beach. So we're gonna have a very brief little thing about Weber State University. It is Weber, not Weber. Okay. And we'll also, you and I are going to plan out the Heinrich Tailgater because i got to go shopping tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's roll with this sucker. Yeah, I just want to let people know, um, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, there's a couple ways. One, you can email us, which is probably the best way, at HeinrichTailgater at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just search for at HeinrichTailgater. And also check out Heinrich Tailgater on Facebook. And that's where we're going to probably put the Heinrich Tailgater menus once you know we get more settled and, and around to it. Yeah, well, I kind of posted them that one time on Facebook, but uh, yeah, yeah. After your uh, daily updates, it gets pushed pretty far uh, down the road. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, we've only got two more. We've got two and one left. Awesome. So, do you already got them picked out, or do you have to look them up the day of? Oh, Beach, you you you, you overestimate my abilities. <laughs> I figured that out about five minutes before I posted. Nice. All right, Beach, ready to talk a little Beaver and Pac-12 news? Let's knock this sucker out, Billy. All right, Beach. First up is women's volleyball. I love women's volleyball, Billy. It's my favorite sport. Right on. Uh, Beach, the Oregon State women's volleyball team fell to the 18th-ranked Hawaii Rainbow Wahine in three sets Sunday night at the Stan Sheriff Center on the islands. Can, now, can I, uh, let me just interrupt. Uh-huh. I appreciate the fact that they call them the Wahine and not the Warriors. I'm just saying. Which is funny because you'd think the Warriors all had the Wahines. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, well, well, you know, it's it's like when you, you know, yeah, they they never use. It's like when a woman says, "I'm an actor." No, you're not. You're an actress. Yeah. You know, you're not a warrior. You're a wahini. Mm-hmm. People say they're a witch and they're a warlock. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's 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 gender descriptions here. No matter how many times people want to like alter gender. But that's going into a different subjects. So we won't go there. Uh, anyways, yes, but too much about gender and all that kind of stuff lately. I don't need to talk about that. So, our right. state finished the tournament one and two. Host Hawaii finished three and zero, oh, while fellow tournament participants Wichita State and Idaho went two and one and zero oh and three, respectively. So the 1-2 and two Oregon State volleyball team will return to action this weekend as the Beavers hit the road to play three in San Diego. They open up the uh, University of San Diego and San Diego State Invitationals with a match Friday, September 4th at San Diego. So it, it, I'm hoping for some good things. You know, the, the, the volleyball team had a great season last year after having a horrible season the, the year before. So we hope they keep it up. Now, Billy, you and I have talked about other sports before on how some teams get to be brought into the Pac-12 because of the lack of competition. Is is volleyball one of them? No. So why uh, are these San Diego and all these, are these just outside of Pac-12 yeah, conference games? Yeah, just out of conference games or invitational. Okay. So just turn Okay. Just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. 
I need to go to a volleyball game. Volleyball gals are usually pretty cute. Yeah, you just like bun huggers. Yeah, that's nice, as long as we don't see any wahinis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Beach. Next up is men's soccer. Uh, I thought we were talking about sports, Billy. All right, Beach. Um, Oregon State edged number nine Michigan State one to nothing in the finale of the annual Hensers Soccer Classic before an energized Lorenz Field crowd of 803. They also beat Marquette one to nothing in overtime on Friday. So the Beavers, who are now two zero and zero, rose five spots to number fifteen in the Bennett rankings conducted by HeroSports.com. They also advanced seven spots to number nineteen in the College Soccer News poll. Wow, impressive! Mm-hmm. Now they had a fairly decent year last year, correct? Yeah, yeah, they went to the uh, tournament and got a win. So, and beats just today, Mikhail Dolis was named the Pac-12 Conference Player of the Week. Dolis scored the only goal of the game in the 97th minute, following a brilliant run down to power the Beavs to a 1-0 overtime victory on Mark over Marquette on August 28th. He then assisted on the goal by Timmy Mueller that led the Beavs to the 1-0 uh, win over Michigan State. Now, it's the second major honor of the week for DeHolis, a senior forward from Union High School in Vancouver. Mm. Um, he was named to the College Soccer News National Team of the Week on Monday. Cool. Also on Tuesday, the Beavs moved to number 21 in the National Soccer Coaches Association of America's weekly top 25 poll. They were number 34 in the preseason rankings. Wow, so somebody took some drops and we moved up quite a bit. Yep. Now, their their weekend victory stretched their home non-conference winning streak to 19 consecutive games. They have not lost a non-conference home game at Lorenz Field since September 23, 2011, which was a 2-1 setback uh, to Missouri-Kansas City. Now, the Beavs will take their 2-0 record on the road to face Vermont at 4.30 Friday at Merlot Field in Portland. Now, the Catamounts are coached so, by Jesse so, Cormer, an, o, an OSU assistant from 2001 to 2003. Where is Merlot Field? I believe that's um, University of Portland, isn't it? But we're playing Vermont, not U of P. No. Just because they have a nice soccer field there. Probably. Okay. Yeah, the Catamounts. All right, what the hell is, what, what is a Catamount? It's some kind of like a, kind of like a wild cat of some kind, I believe. All right, Beach, on to women's soccer. I, I I love women's soccer, Billy, but it's still not a sport. Okay. The Oregon State women's soccer team captured its home opener and stretched its winning streak to two games in a row on Friday with a 3-0 victory over Fresno State before a crowd of 514 at Lorenz Field. Natalie Higgins said she, quote, just wanted to make an impact near the end of the first overtime in the Beavers game against San Francisco on Sunday afternoon. Well, Beach, she did just that with a goal with less than a minute left in overtime to give the Beavs a 2-1 victory over the Dons. Now, Oregon Oregon State sophomore Bella Geist was named the Pac-12 Conference Goaltender of the Week on Tuesday for her outstanding performances and victories over Fresno State and San Francisco this past weekend. Mm -hmm. The Beavers shoot for their fourth straight victory at 4.30 p.m. Friday against the University of Missouri in Columbia, Missouri. Now, Beach... The Beavs have not started a season 4-0 since 2012 when they defeated University Alabama-Birmingham, Portland, Portland State, and Cal State Fullerton to start the season. So it's good. Yeah, well, didn't they beat... uh, They also had a game I don't see... Maybe I missed it, but I didn't see it here. Uh, We also beat the Pilots. Yeah. Didn't didn't we? Uh, Did did you mention that game, or did that get overlooked? I I don't know if I mentioned that, because that was a couple weeks ago. That was a couple weeks ago, ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But I was invited to go to that one, but I, I wasn't able to make it. Yeah. Because they played well, up uh, just up from where I work. Well, and that's good because they did not have a good season last year. No, it's fan. I mean, it's it's complete reversal of their season last year so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because so, they didn't win a game last year, did they? Oh, they hardly. I think they only scored like four goals all season. What's the change? You're older. Just you know? a, a, a more mature team. I think so. Did we have a coaching change recently, like in the last couple of years? Um, no, I don't believe so. Hmm. Well, hopefully they're getting their acts together. It'd be exciting to watch. Okay, Beach. And last up that we're going to talk about is football. Now, I just want to talk about, um, for people out there that are coming to the game on on Friday, check out osubeavers.com for parking and traffic updates. Now, Beach, um, they're going to use a similar traffic plan that was used for the final two games last season. I guess it was received pretty well about getting people out of town. Okay. I'm never a part of that because I always leave before they set that up and get over to uh, to work. So well, and, and yours is always. I mean, before trying to get out of town with the trailer was always when you lived in Albany, it was easy. But now trying to get across town is just a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hopefully I don't recall what it was like the last two games. I just remember every game last year being a pain in the ass. Was it? Yeah. Mm. Well, trying to get across, and they make you take that hard right there on 15th, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it doesn't work well. Yeah. But it is what it is. We'll see how it works. Yeah. So now that you're, uh, now that we've moved the Heinrich Tailgater headquarters, uh, command, yeah, uh, headquarters, it might be a little bit easier. Hopefully. Yeah. Now, Beach, um, most of the parking lots open around noon or 1 p.m. for athletic permit use. Okay. So we'll get down there earlier in that, though. Okay. So I would think our parking lot should be fairly well open. Yeah. And for everybody who's listening that cares, we're going to be probably in the same location as last year in the Rocky area at the end of the parking lot at 15th and Western, correct? Correct. All right. Sweet. Correct. And we will have the whole fleet parked there this year. It's a, I, got, I, I got a little surprise coming for that, too. Do you really? I do. I do. Okay. Working cool. on that. We'll see, we'll see if it happens. <laughs> right on. Okay. Now I'm excited. Hey. Hey, Beach. What is it, Billy? What? What, what, what am I hearing? I, I, I think that's my, my, my what is teletype? it called? Teletype? Yeah, teletype machine. Oh, my God. I can't believe I brought it with me. All right. Hold, hold, hold on just a second. Just a second. Billy. Yes, Beach. <laughs> this just in. Hold on one second, one second. Oregon names transfer Vernon Adams starting quarterback. Huh. This is our update from Eugene. Okay. And according to Matt Lombardi, says, well, that didn't take long. After just two weeks on campus, senior transfer Vernon Adams has been named Oregon's starting quarterback. Adams, who started at Eastern Washington the past four years before transferring to play for the Ducks, was listed first on the team's depth chart Friday afternoon. Adams will start the opening game, ironically, against Eastern Washington over junior signal caller Jeff Lockie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, says here he was able to begin practicing with the Ducks after passing a math class he was unable to pass after four years of study at Eastern Washington. 
Oregon tutors, who have been known to accomplish miraculous things for their football players, were able to inspire him, and he was able to pass the class without even transferring to a school in Arkansas first. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. Little little alluding to uh, Mr. LaMichael James there? Maybe just a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So... Right God, bless, God bless the Ducks. You know, they give these less fortunate people opportunities to go to great schools. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm sure they do it out of the kindness of their own heart, too. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's not about the wins. It's not about the victory. It's about helping the less fortunate achieve their goals. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So. All right, Beach. Good, good update right. from Eugene. Yeah, it wasn't exciting. You know, we're, we're, we're kind of pulling some bitch together. Tonight, so. <laughs> I know. We're <laughs> pulling together at the last second here. But, you know, we got fans to appease. Yes, so. yes. All right, Beach. So. Well, now is the time where we'd usually go under further review in the Pac-12. But okay. there's no games to review. So, Son of a bitch. So we're just going to talk about the Pac-12 in the preseason polls, Beach. Okay, Let's, let's talk about our polls. Okay. So the AP polls, to start out, uh, Oregon uh, is ranked number seven. Can I tell you what's getting me a little irritated lately? Sure. I've been listening to the news. Okay. And the sports side, and they're talking about Oregon. You know, an Oregon State always gets the shaft. It doesn't matter what the hell the topic is. We're always a also ran. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to... These people talk, and everybody keeps saying, oh, Oregon's chances in the Pac-12 North are looking really, really solid this year. Oh, they're looking really, really good. In other words, they're saying the the other five teams in the North Pac-12 suck. And, you know, I think that's awfully uh, arrogant, especially when a, a, a game hasn't even been played yet. Yeah. So, you know, they, they talk about, and then they give credit to USC, and they say, well, the Pac-12 South might have a little bit more competition. But for the most part, the North doesn't look like it's going to offer much competition for the Ducks this year. Mm-hmm. God, I hope they get a cock punch. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, Beach, granted, I hope that happens. Mm-hmm. But looking at it from, you know, what's coming back from last year, mm-hmm. you know, I understand why. Everybody's got a lot of holes. Does Washington have a lot of holes? Well, Washington lost their uh, quarterback from last year, that Siler Miles. Okay. Who you would have thought they would have lost him to prison, but actually they lost him to uh, an injury. So okay. he had he had to retire. Well, well, before we jump ahead, I guess we need to go down the pole. Okay. So, as one might say. Yeah. Slowly. Oregon's number seven in the AP poll. USC is number eight. UCLA thirteen. Arizona State 15, Stanford 21, Arizona 22, and uh, Utah and Cal also received votes. Wow. Now, in the USA Today poll, Oregon is in at 5, USC 10, UCLA 14, Arizona State 16, Stanford 21, Arizona 22, and Utah is in the other receiving votes categories. Hmm. So, anyways, so that's where we're at. All right, Beach. So now it's time for your favorite segment, the Tommy Tuberville. What's he think I look like? A jackass? You sure do. <laughs> jackass of the Week Award. I'm going to turn off my phone here because I think you just heard me get a text. Did you hear that? I did hear that. Yeah. There we go. That's off. Every week we like to discuss a person in college football who exemplifies the truly worst in sportsmanship 
leadership or just being a fan. Now, Beej, I don't know if you've heard about this one, but this one's going to go out to USC coach Steve Sarkeesian. Have you heard about this? Haven't we given Sarkeesian a few uh, of these in the past? Oh, yes, but did you hear about his what happened last week? No, I have not heard anything about USC other than okay. they're supposed to be good this year. That's all I've been hearing now, on the news. Last Tuesday, Sarkeesian publicly, publicly apologized for his drunken appearance at a team rally the weekend before, attributing his slurred, profane speech to a combination of alcohol and medication. Now, Sarkeesian said he plans to seek unspecified treatment, but the second-year Trojans coach doesn't believe he has a drinking problem. That's what people say who have drinking problems. Yeah, this is what he said. Quote, (laughs) I was not right, and I think the moral of the story is this. When you mix meds with alcohol, sometimes you say things and or do things you regret, and I regret it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all of our fans and donors and all the people that were in attendance, but I'm going to move forward, and we're going to be great. I can't wait to start coaching again today. Now, Sarkeesian was penitent in his comments before the 8th-ranked Trojans practiced on campus, but he expressed confidence in his ability to remain in charge despite his embarrassing performance in front of his players, fans, and alumni at the Salute to Troy. Now, he slurred his words, disparaged some of USC's upcoming opponents, and used profane phrases before leaving the podium. The coach hasn't been suspended or publicly disciplined by USC Athletic Director Pat Hayden, beyond a scolding and a brief public statement. Now, he said he doesn't believe he has any substance abuse issues that required him to step away from the Trojans. And he said, I don't even think I need rehab. Um, but uh, anyways, he declined to specifically say what medication he was taking, but said he was impaired after combining it with not a lot of alcohol. Now, the program is banning alcohol from campus and the Coliseum for the coaching staff. Alcohol was never available to the players' locker room, Sarkeesian confirmed. But really, they had alcohol on campus for the coaching staff in the Coliseum? <laughs> I, I didn't know this was something you needed a ban in the first place. <laughs> was that wrong? Yeah. Because I, I didn't see a rule on that. Is that was, was that not allowed? Yeah. Well, I see he dropped an F-bomb before he said fight on, which is, you know, their, <laughs> their thing. And he was saying, like, you know, Stanford, Oregon, Arizona, they all suck. He <laughs> <laughs> was just drunk up there, and it was just horrible. Oh, but, it's like Donald Trump running a football team. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, really? So anyways, now also. We're going to make Oregon bleed from places. Yeah, <laughs> there. <laughs> Now, Sarkeesian has also said that he will personally is done drinking for the season. So, glad to know that. That's what alcoholics say. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's Frank the Tank. <laughs> just one more. Just one more. <laughs> so, anyway, Beach, for that uh, great show of leadership in front of all those players, alumni, and fans... Steve Sarkeesian, this week's Jackass of the Week Award. Is for you. Sweet. All right, Beach, now it's time to come into our musical interlude. Now, in the past, we kind of themed our songs out to the teams we were playing, right? To the teams the Beavers were playing. And then we did... A year of ACDC songs. Actually, first year we did no, Van, Van Halen Van, songs. Van Halen songs. The second year was Van Halen songs. Last year was ACDC. ACDC songs. This year, 
we're just going to, I think we're going to go with Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. But we're not going to go in any particular order. We're just going to choose songs that kind of mean something to us, at least for that game. So yeah. I think after that Jackass of the Week award, I think we should listen to a little Guns N' Roses Night Train. Very appropriate, Billy. Yeah. Very appropriate. So here's Guns N' Roses with Night Train.
Beads, got to watch out for that night train. Yeah. Now, it's what a mean, is, mean wine. That's <laughs> a mean wine. What, <laughs> <laughs> um, what album is that one off of, Billy? Was that off Appetite? Yes, that's off Appetite for Destruction. Okay, okay. You know, I tell people all the time on Appetite for Destruction that the cover isn't the cover, and the cover is actually the inside cover. Mm-hmm. So, the uh, some famous artist drew that, didn't he, with the, the woman who looked like she was recently raped with the monster coming down to eat her? Well, no. She got she got attacked and sexually assaulted by the robot guy. Okay, and the, the robot monster, guy with the big- and the monster with the with the blade, you know, the knife blade teeth is coming to kill the robot. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, it's coming okay. to get the robot guy. It's a pretty intense little picture. Yeah, yeah. And here they just changed out with kind of a crucifix style. Well, the the cross with, with their, their yeah with, with their, their heads skull on skull heads yeah 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 so. That was a great album. Yeah, it's a beautiful album. You know, that's one you can just hit play. You know, not very often do you have an album where you just hit play and enjoy the whole thing. I agree. I agree. So, anyway. All right, Beach. It is now time to get into the Pac-12 2015 season and the Week 1 preview. Now, as we have done in the past three years, guess who sent me his picks? Kyle. I hate you, Kyle. So, yes, Kyle is in, and I have a – I will get a pad of paper here. Yeah, because I'm without, I'm without paper. Uh, dude, I've got like 20 pads of paper sitting here beside me, so mm. I get one with nothing written on it. Nope, nope. Oh, here, I'll use this one. It's got the schedule written on it. Okay. All right. Okay. So, um, I'm going to go Beach. Kyle, Bill, we're going to write down who we take. Okay? Okay. All right. So, Beach, the first games of the season are kicking off Thursday, September 3rd. Oh, only a couple days away. First up, Beach, Michigan at Utah. Who you got? That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Utah. Beach is taking Utah. Okay, Kyle pops up. Reporting from Western Colorado, here are my picks. Michigan at Utah. I look to get tickets to this game. Currently, $210 for standing room only. Even with Utah's staff changes, they are more ready to go than Michigan. Utah wins. Did Kyle move to Colorado? Yeah. Oh. I believe so. I did not know this. I th- well, Maybe. But then I, d- I don't stalk Kyle. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I think he did. Yeah, he bought a new house. Oh. Yeah. But he still doesn't live that far away. Okay. I believe. So, Beej, um, I don't know if you heard about this, but last week, Popular Mechanics, you know that uh, magazine, which mm-hmm. is still getting published, I guess, they put out a college football preview I- issue. Why, I don't know. Well, but they put out a college football preview issue. And one of the members of their editorial board is a Michigan alum. And somewhere in their article, they talked about Michigan's first game being against a cupcake. Wow. Yeah. Now, remember, Utah beat Michigan last year to start the season. So. And this guy had the gall to say they're a cupcake? Yeah. I do love me a good cupcake, but. Well, obviously, Utah took a little uh, offense to that. And. As a peace offering, 
Popular Mechanics sent the University of Utah football team a whole mess of cupcakes to say, hey, you know, just in good fun, just kidding. But I think the damage is done. If I'm Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, I'm pissed. Why are you giving that other team bulletin board material? Mm-hmm. Sports are very much emotional. Emotional, especially yeah. football. Especially football. Mm-hmm. And you don't want somebody that's going to be out there stoking a fire in somebody else, the other team's belly, getting them ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I too am taking Espe- Utah. Especially when it's far from being a, the truth. Yeah. So I too am taking Utah. So across the board. Okay, All right. also up on Thursday, Texas San Antonio at number 22, Arizona. Who are you taking? Um, I'm going Arizona. Kyle says, if Arizona had a coyote as a mascot, perhaps UTSA would have a chance. Arizona wins. I, too, am taking Arizona. This is not very exciting so far. Yeah. Okay. Last game up for that for next or for Thursday. Hey, hey, do we we have money going on this one this year? I never got paid last year, didn't I win? You did win. Did we have money bet last year? I don't remember. I thought I paid you. Maybe you did. I don't remember. Kyle, did you pay Billy? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't okay. Know. Okay. Well, I, I say I say this one here. Huh? Um, thirty-three and thirty-three bucks and thirty-three cents. Everybody's in. Winner gets a hundred bucks. Okay, that works. Does that work? I think that okay. works. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't say winner gets a hundred bucks. That actually, no. Let's do fifty bucks each. That way, winner gets a hundred bucks. I'm I'm down for that. Hopefully, Kyle yeah. will uh, listen to this and let us know. Okay. Okay. Uh, Last game for our Thursday night beach, Colorado at Hawaii. Hmm. You know, Colorado's still in a troubled territory. I don't think they're going to recover this year, so I'm going to go with Hawaii. Okay. Kyle said, Colorado's first year in the Pac-12 in 2011, they went to Hawaii for the season opener and lost. I think they're a better team now. Colorado for the win. Hmm. I, too, am taking Colorado. They've gotten better, and I don't think Hawaii is very good. Okay. So well, we'll see. All right, Beach. Next up, Friday, September fourth, Weber State at Oregon State. I think I'll take the Beavs on this one, Billy. I'm going out on a limb. Okay, I too am taking the Beavs. Kyle says a weak Big Sky team under light sanctions. Geez, they better win. Go Beavs. So, okay, three for the Beavs, and last up. Washington at number 23, Boise State. Mm. That's an interesting one. I'll take Boise State. It's at Boise State? Yes. I'll take Boise State. Kyle says, Coach Peterson comes back to Boise State. Wishes he hadn't left. Boise State wins. And quite frankly, I too am taking Boise State. They damn near had them last year, and I don't. I, I think I think Washington has major troubles this year. Okay. So, all right, Beach. All the rest of the games are on Saturday, September fifth. Up first, number twenty-one Stanford at Northwestern. Stanford. Okay. Hey, did you see the Flintstone houses for sale down there near Stanford? Oh, is it? Yeah, it's like I don't know, two and a half, three million dollars. Wow. Yeah. So if anybody's needing some real estate, Flintstone House is for sale down south. There you go. 
Kyle says the Cardinal goes and makes the Pac-12 proud. Stanford wins. I, too, am taking Stanford. I think Stanford's just too big and physical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Up next, Portland State at Washington State. Even though I don't think... Um... I don't think Washington State could pull a limp dick out of a lard bucket. Um, <laughs> I uh, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Washington State on this one. Kyle says through the smoke it will appear that Wazoo wins. Lung damage will be the storyline for the rest of the season. W is for Wazoo, and I too am taking Wazoo. I just don't think Pro and State's that good. No, that's the problem. Right. I don't think Washington State's very good at all, but I yeah. think they're better than Portland State. Okay, Beach. up next, Virginia at number 13, UCLA. I think Ucla's going to dominate that little game. Kyle says, the Cavaliers get style points for having swords on their emblems. This is pretty much all the points they'll have this Saturday, UCLA wins. <laughs> I, too, am taking UCLA. God, this is boring. We're all straight you, down the... You, you, you know, I need to start writing better and, and start taking on like Kyle does, because I just feel like I'm not bringing it anymore. Yeah. So Kyle's bringing in. He's even here. He sent me this like three or four days ago. So he was more prepared than we were. All right. Uh, You know, I'm working on a lot of things. I've got a lot of things going in my life. I just, I I feel like I'm slacking. I'm sorry. I know. I know. All right, Beach. Next up, Grambling State at Cal. I think Cal's going to dominate that one in their new stadium. Okay. Kyle says, Green Bay, Georgia, Grambling. Is there no other way to write a G on a helmet? Cal wins. Because they all use the same damn G. Really? Yep. All right, Beach, up next, number 15, Arizona State at Texas A&M. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'll still take the uh, the Sun Devils. Yeah, God dang it. Kyle says, <laughs> Kyle says close game, Arizona, Arizona State wins on the final drive. And I, too, am taking Arizona State. All right, up next, Beach. This is like all right down the thing. Up next, Eastern Washington at number seven, Oregon. You know, can I say something really stupid? It's at Oregon? At Oregon. Okay, I'll, I'll take Oregon on that one. I was actually, you know, the whole game kind of makes me remember of that the, the rumblings of that Boise State game from a few years ago where the punch was thrown. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, if any team has the ability to to lay a lick on Oregon and surprise them, it would be them. I just don't think they could do it at Autzen. Mm-hmm. So there's there's my thing. I but sure I, I actually think that that they'll make it at least an interesting game for at least two quarters, maybe three. Mm. All right. Kyle says Oregon loses because karma is real. Wow. And I, too, am taking Eastern Washington. Really? Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about stoking a fire in the other guy's belly? Mm-hmm. Them coming in and picking that quarterback out and him leaving, that pissed off that coach, that pissed off that team. How? Why did they take him? I mean, I just don't get it. Did they recruit him, or did he want to go to a, a Pac-12 school before the, he got drafted? Well... I mean, what, did, did Oregon go out and say, we need a replacement for... Um, I don't know who approached who. Mariota, and, and that's what they did? I don't know who approached who. But, obviously, he had to open it up. Mm-hmm. But I've heard people say, well, he's trying to get noticed before the draft. Well, he is noticed before the draft. 
you know, all those Division One Eight, One Double A games, most of them are on TV. People know who he is. Yeah, you know, they see him play. And to me, like I said, if I'm his teammates, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. I want to go out and take a little bit of extra heat on him because ultimately this would have been a great season for him, being that he's a senior quarterback and he's, mm-hmm. he's got the game under control at this point in his career. Well, and they've been right there. They've been right there. Well, haven't didn't they win two years ago? Didn't they go? They've uh, been right there. They haven't won at all, but they've been right there at the end. And now they kind of got gutted because they lost their quarterback, and they probably weren't planning to have to replace him this year. Mm-hmm. So. Well, hopefully their defense, you know, who knows? I'll I'll agree with with, uh, Kyle. Karma's a bitch, but I do think it would help if they were playing on that red turf. Yeah, yeah. All right, Beach. So last up, Arkansas State at number eight, USC. Well, it's a tough call, but I think I'm going to go with the men of Troy on that one. Yep. Kyle says, USC wins, Sark gets plastered. <laughs> I, too, will take the mighty men of Troy. So, I just, Arkansas State's not good. <laughs> so, anyway. But, but he gets hammered at home because alcohol is not allowed in the stadium. Yeah, I'm glad they don't have it in the coaches' offices anymore. <laughs> We're not going to have alcohol in the stadium for the coaches. Really? You had it before, right? <laughs> Do you ever watch you never watched Seinfeld that much? No. But there was there was an episode one time where George Costanza got caught having sex with the the cleaning lady um, after hours and it got caught on camera. Mm-hmm. And so we got talked to and they said, uh, George, we have video of you having sex with the cleaning lady after hours and he said, Was that wrong? Because... I, I don't recall reading anything where, where you know that was not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I can understand his confusion, not understanding and realizing that alcohol wasn't allowed. Same with mm-hmm. hookers and blow. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure those are still allowed. Because yeah. yeah. you, you, you notice it's always it's always a prescribed medic medication mm-hmm. prescribed. Totally. Yeah. yeah. For glaucoma. Oh. Phantom Pain. Yeah. Nice. All right, Beach. Erecti- erectile dysfunction. All right, Beach. Let's let's talk a little bit about Weber State really quick. Very little. Okay. So Weber State was founded by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints as the Weber Stake Academy in 1889. I had no idea this was a Mormon-supported school. Yes. Now, in the early 20th century, the school underwent multiple name changes. It went from Weber, or excuse me, Weber Stake Academy for it, from its founding in 1889 to 1897. It was the Weber Academy in 1902, Weber Normal College in 1918, and Weber College in 1922. Now, in 1933, the LDS Church transferred the institution to the state of Utah and it became a junior college. The school became Weber State College in 1962, and on January 1st, 1991, finally gained university status, obtaining its current name as Weber State University. Hmm. Yeah. Now, Weber State um, is actually located in Ogden, Utah. Okay. Why, and, why did the Mormon church uh, let it go? They just wanted to focus on BYU and didn't feel they needed a secondary school? I think so. Okay. So. The, the article I read didn't really go into that. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Now, Beej, 
Weber State football, the Weber State University's colors are purple and white, and their nickname is the Wildcats. Now, Wildcat is an alternate name for the Bobcat, which is a cat native to the area. Okay. And Weber State University sports teams participate in the NCAA Division I um, Big Sky Conference, which is a football championship subdivision for football. So they're in the same conference as Portland State. Okay. All right. Now, Beach, that's all we're going to talk about the university. We don't really need to need, know more than that because we don't know when, the, when or if they'll ever play these guys again. Gotcha. So, Beach, let's, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about, about the tailgater. Now we're going to be starting. Well, well, do I need to do do I need to do the Rosie Ruiz yet? Or? Oh, that's coming up after we talk about the tailgater. Okay, sorry to jump the gun there. That's okay. That's okay. I, I sometimes I'm a little premature on occasion. That's what she said. Uh-huh. All right, Beach. So, so um, now we probably can't get into the parking lot till one. So, what I'll do is take the trailer in with me in the morning. Okay. And drop it off at about seven o'clock. And you don't think we're going to have any concerns of somebody towing it? I don't think so. I'll drop it off in the where it's out of the way. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll go to work, and then we'll head over there. Okay. Now, first question is, do you think we should bring the TV? It's a short game. That's a tough thing. Well, and it's a Friday afternoon, so I don't know what kind of TV there's going to be on. You know, I'm, do we still have the old DVD player? Yes. You know, why don't we just put on a good DVD of a classic Beaver game? I can do that. You know, like one of the greatest games of all time. Okay. I like I like a Civil War, either with, with Simonton or that one where Moivau did that awesome hit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember what year that was, but remember 2000, the hit? 2007. I love the fact that you remember that crap. I think I have that one. I can't remember what I have that for wasn't dinner Moivau. last night. You're, you're thinking of, you're think, I was thinking of... Uh, you're you're not thinking of Moivau. You're thinking of uh, uh, Oregon. You're thinking of the game against Washington in 2007. Was that what it was? Where, where he Moivau laid that lick on that guy. That was a great yeah. game. Yeah, that was. Or was that the game that was the riot? Damn near. Okay, maybe that's the game we ought to watch. <laughs> I don't know if I have that one, but we can we can figure it out. Okay, okay. okay. I just remember the damn riot. I mean, that yep. was that was close. So we we will bring the TV out and have some TV going. Um, okay. Now, for food, Beach. We, we kind of discussed this. Weren't we going to kind of do it just like I like my women, cheap and easy? Yeah, we're going to do cheap and easy. Since it's a 5 o'clock kick on a Friday, and we have no clue how many people are going to be, we're just going to do sliders as the main thing. Um, and so I've got sliders, and uh, you'll be deep frying stuff up. Correct? I will be. Yeah. Um, and I'll get all sorts of that for you. We're we going to do cookies? I was not going to bring out the uh, trigger. That's just too okay. much. No, that's fine. That's, that's fine. too much. Too much. Um, we'll do that for a, a later kickoff. Uh, how about how about wings? You want me to bring some wings to deep fry? Yeah, that might work because those are easy and, you know, nice little augment. Okay, are you going to want to um, uh, fry them up? Yeah, okay. I'll, fry, I'll fry some wings. Are you going to want to spin them in sauce? I like to control the distribution of my sauce. Okay. I, I would rather have wings and people have a choice of their own sauces to put on them. Okay. We can do that. I, I'm a big fan of controlling my flow. Okay. And um, I was just going to get the normal munchy stuff, uh, pop or uh, coconut shrimp and crab rangoons and all that kind of good stuff. 
Okay, oh, we got our sweet chili sauce on top of it. Got sweet chili sauce. Mm-hmm. Okay, good on that. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to think what else here. Anything else you think we need to bring out? Um, no, I think we're good. Because we're just going to kind of keep it somewhat simple. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, again, I mean, people are going to be struggling to get there at 5 o'clock. I mean, I, you I and I are taking the day off, but other people don't have that privilege. No, I'm just working. I'm just working early. So. You know, I keep going back to USC, and I just can't help but think that the coach is going to get caught with a hooker. And he's going to just say, okay, we're making a new rule. Hookers are not allowed in the Coliseum anymore. <laughs> well, Sorry, which is funny, because <laughs> you know where Steve Sarkeesian went to school? Where'd he go? BYU. Really? Mm-hmm. It was he was he I a believe. Jim McMahon it was he a Jim McMahon BYU fan or was he more of a uh, more of a Mitt Romney BYU fan? I think more of a Mitt Romney. Really? Yeah. Huh. Because huh. I mean Jim McMahon you understand. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But anyways. So yeah, I believe so. So, anyways, interesting. interesting. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, anything else you think we need to bring out, Beach? I'll bring in all the fixing yeah. for the sliders. I've got Tillamook cheese. I've got burgers. I'll get buns. Okay. These I'll are make... gonna be little mini sliders, just little. Yep. Yep. I got bigger little... sliders than we had before. Okay. Because uh, I thought those last ones were a little thin. It was all bun okay. and none of burger. You know, you need a you need a good ratio of meat to bun. Yeah, and I'll get you some. Know... I'll get some uh, onions and some pickles. It's it's like a double double at at, at In and Out. Mm-hmm. You know the single burger is not enough, but the double double has a perfect meat to bun ratio. I agree. The triple triple it tips a little bit, and a four by four definitely overdoes the meat. Oh, it's a balance. It's all a balance. I, I did a four by four once just to say I did it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, did you did you regret it? Oh hell no. Oh, okay. All right, Beach. So all right. That, that looks like what we're doing right there. Oh. And also for our themed, our themed uh, item, because mm-hmm. we are playing a team from Utah. The official snack food of Utah is Jello. Jello. So we will uh, be making. I will be making some uh, Jello. Okay. But you're not, making it, not the wife. Jess will be in Disneyland. So I will be making it. There's always room for Jello. Yep, and it's going to be a little different. It won't be Jello shots. What is it going to be? I think you'll like it. I told somebody else, and they thought I'd been looking at Pinterest too much, and I said I don't get on Pinterest. But I think you'll like it. I, I'm intrigued. It'll be good. It'll be good. What, what color? It'll be red. Okay. Oh, I guess I should do purple, huh? Ooh. Could do purple. I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. All right, Beach. Hey, I, Billy, Billy, I got to tell you, on a side note, uh-huh. I don't know if I told you this. I told Mom this the other night. Mm-hmm. So my friend Lisa... She's all talking about these cotton candy grapes. Have you tried cotton candy grapes? No. Okay. So I guess Fred Myers has she I've tried one. I was Lisa says, try this, and so I tried it. Oh my god, these grapes taste like cotton candy. Really? Like, oh, it's unbelievable. I'm like, how can a grape taste like cotton candy? And she gives me one and I try it. And I'm like, oh my god, this freaking thing freaking tastes like cotton candy. Like amazing. And so she's been obsessed with them. She's been buying them every time they hit Fred Myers. So if you have a chance to hit the Freddies down there, see if they've got them. Ask for cotton candy grapes. And if we can serve those, people will have their minds blown. I will look for them tomorrow. Okay. 
All right. There's there's what I added to the tailgater. All right. I try I'm to a, bring it. I'm going to write it down right now. Cotton, candy, grapes, Fred's. Yep. Okay, I will look for them. Okay. All right, Beach. Well, now it's time for your segment, the Rosie Ruiz Cheaters and Horrors. She's just a girl. Okay, now I totally ripped this off of a website, and I didn't take the name of who I stole it from. So I, I'm totally plagiarizing this, and so forgive me for whoever I did, and I'll totally give you credit if you find out I did this. Okay? Sounds good to me. Nor, nor, normally I gave a person's name, and I, I just grabbed this, and I cut it and pasted it, and I didn't grab the name. So anyway, this is titled The Hand of God. And so as we've discussed before, soccer is not really a sport. And here's another reason why. Easily one of the most famous plays in sports history. Diego Maradona's goal came six minutes into the second half of the 1986 World Cup quarterfinal between England and Argentina. Maradona punched the ball into the goal with his left hand, and referee Ali bin Nasser allowed it, not having seen the penalty. After the game and the 2-1 Argentinian victory came Maradona's famous quote claiming that the goal was scored un poco con la cabeza de Maradona y otro poco con la mano de Dios. Which means a little with the head of Maradona and a little with the hand of God. The famous photograph you see if you check this out online is the picture that the goal was actually scored mostly with the hand of Maradona. Argentina would go on to win the 1986 World Cup, only increasing the significance of the wrongly allowed goal. Wow. The hand of God. You know, when I think about that, I always go back to that Oregon play where they had the fumble, and was it Ohio? No, it was Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I knew it was an O team. Yeah. And, and... They the the pile built up. The Oklahoma got the ball, but the guy at the bottom of the pile was an Oregon player. So the refs gave the ball to Oregon, even though the ball wasn't at the bottom of the pile. I, I still and, don't understand that because you watch that play. And there's a it, big pile up of guys. The ball squirts out, and a Virginia Tech guy kneels down and picks it up. So it should be dead right there. Yeah, but the referee. Dies it, was Virgi- the- it was Virginia Tech. It was it was Oregon and Virginia Tech? No, it was Oregon and Oklahoma. I'm sorry, I'm watching a game with Virginia Tech on it. Okay, it was uh-huh. Oregon and Oklahoma. Okay, okay. And so um, the referee dives into the pile, and he's like tearing through people. And all of a sudden he gets up, and he dramatically points at Oregon's way, and it's like, what the hell were you looking at? There's no well, ball even in there. Well, that's what got me. And the other player who had the ball goes up to the ref and kind of shows it to him. He's like, hey, I got the and, ball right here. And they kind of poo-pooed him away. Like, what are you doing with that ball? Yeah. And, and I still could not figure out to this day how that was so – how they could be so obtuse to the decision. Yeah. You know? Like, are, 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 you, are you trying to be deliberate here with this? Mm-hmm. You know? Do you just want to give Oregon the game? Because it certainly seemed like – that's what your intent was. That one, that one still pisses me off, and I wasn't even on either either side of that game. Yeah, I don't. So, I, I still yeah. don't know how they made that. So, so anyway, just always remember it's it's never you committing. It's not you committing the crime. It's the, it's hand, the of hand of God. It's there divine intervention. There you go. So I'm sure we'll see that come into game down in Eugene once or twice this year. 
Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. All right, beat hey, it. What'd you think of my Spanish there? I thought I, I thought I nailed that pretty good. You did a pretty good job. Yeah. <laughs> you got anything to add to this uh, show today? Oh, I think I added what I needed to add. All right, Beach. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to show number 51 of Illegal Participation. If you'd like to comment, send a suggestion, or ask a question, best way to get in touch with us is HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter. I search for at HeinrichTailgator. Also look up HeinrichTailgator on Facebook. Um, hopefully, we'll get us back on iTunes soon. Remember, and then uh, hopefully you can also listen to us on the Stitcher radio app soon, too. So, Beach, thanks. Billy. We pulled this one together at the last minute. Yep. All right, I think it kind of shows. But next week will be a <laughs> next week will be a better effort. Oh, I'm gonna. I am so gonna bring it next week. Yeah, it'll be better next week. Yeah. All right. So next week we'll uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a. Uh, uh, all right. What's the? I'm gonna do a USC player. I didn't know alcohol was not allowed for the podcast. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Okay. Well, next week will be show number 60, and we'll recap week one. We'll preview week two, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Michigan game. You know, when we do like a 60, we should do like a – we should do someday like a major like a highlight of like the best of. You know, that's what you always do in a sitcom when, you know, you hit a certain mind, you know, where you mm-hmm. go back and you recap the whole thing. Yeah. yeah greatest of. That would be awesome. Clip show. I've got some moments. I've, I've had some I, moments. I still think our greatest show ever was the Chip Kelly interview. Uh, maybe we need to pre-play that one and reshare that one. With you might have to. All right. So I want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, we'll end this one. We'll just like everybody else, or like we do every other show, with a great big giant, go bees.
Okay, because I got music okay. in my ear, my my phones it's, to to get it recording. right. Because it's, it's okay. Here we go. I'll put this on the end as the extra little snippet for those who listen through. Okay, we'll see how this works. Yep, yep. And, and again, you'll have to you'll have to put music to the background. Oh, great! So I'm at the overdub you. Get into Reeser at freaking Dark 30, waiting for Greg to show up with his girly, opening the trailer and unpacking it. All this is some of my favorite shit. <laughs> Girls in orange t-shirts displaying their cleavage, hoping no one looks down at Beach's dingage, Billy grilling up crap and assembling it. This is some of my favorite shit. <laughs> Mateus showing up with a few of his bitches. The beefs get in a first down by a couple of inches. <laughs> the Rose Bowl in Cali we are sure going to hit. All this is some of my favorite shit. When the ducks score, when the beeves choke, when I'm feeling sad. I remember all of my favorite shit, and then I don't feel so bad. All right. Wow. That's all I got. Wow. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I will try to throw some music under that. Did I do okay? How did I do? Because you can't hear my music that's no, playing. No, but I think I can try to throw some music under there. Okay, yeah. I went to, uh, I found it's called My Favorite Things Karaoke. Mm -hmm. Um, so all I did was went to YouTube and did my favorite things karaoke and I pulled oh, cool. that up and that's what I sang it to. So if you can drag that music can, off of there, you might be able to line I me up. So how, how did, did you, did I do okay though, since you weren't hearing uh -huh. the music? Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you, did you like my, I, th I thought, uh, I thought it was pretty good. You know, I'm trying, I was trying to think of something this morning when I knew we were going to do this. I'm like, I should throw some shit in here, see if I can get it. But, you know, trying to do it. And like when we're doing the damn podcast, trying to make me do it without like losing mm -hmm. it. It's, it's difficult, mm -hmm. especially that, that song, mm -hmm. it starts on the second verse in a really weird spot. Mm -hmm. So trying to nail it, line up. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, did you, did you it like good. it? Opening the trailer and unpacking it. All this is some of my favorite shit. I was trying to do things and I'm like, it's too tough to rhyme with mm -hmm. things. What rhymes better with things? Well, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you go so I can get this thing edited.